back to the Mail-In Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shippery, coming to you from Austin, Texas, and I'm here with my co-host, Sally Young. Sally, how are we doing today? I'm a little under the weather, Dylan. I know you are, but you know what I'm going to need from you? More energy? Just to, No, just to pull it together. Okay. That, yeah, that means more energy, too. I, I need you to pull it together. I, I loaded myself up with meds right before I walked in. But also, I want to warn people that I think my voice is going to be a lot more nasally than it already is. I, I, I was going to say, I can hear it in your voice. You it's, sound a I'm little... I'm baseline nasally, and now I have this like head cold, so I just sound very congested. We're going to get through this, though. We are going to get through this. Um, I, you didn't ask me, but I'm doing really well. We, play, <laughs> we played golf today. Mm-hmm. I played pretty well. Sun was out. Finally, I got a little color. I feel fantastic. I played with... Oh, you got some color? That's good. I played you with needed it. Producer Dave. I did need it. Yeah, because you're not. Everyone looks tan. better with a little color on their face. Yeah, I know, but you're just a naturally tan feller. I, I get pale, though. I mean, just like everybody else, if I'm not in the sun, it goes away. Okay. But I'm, I'm back. That's what I'm trying to say, Dave. You're back. I played with you. It was windy, but we enjoyed it. Had a great time. We played Wolf. Fun game. Great game. And I'm not bringing that up because I won, even though now I am. But yeah, we had a good it's time. It's your today. podcast. You do what you want, man. That's true. Um, and now I will tell people to follow Mail-In Podcasts on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and of course, subscribe if you haven't already. Rate five stars. Leave a review. And tell a friend. I'm trying to grow this thing. The hotline is 888-362-MAIL. That is 888-362-6245. Are we ready to just jump right in? Oh, I forgot to tell y'all. Well, I, I saved this. Uh, I, I, would, I was going to tell you all before we started recording, but I want to get like an actual you know, live reaction. On the way here, I saw a guy getting roadhead. You're lying. I swear to you. How do you, like, how close, okay. were, like, how do you know? I mean, I was right behind them and they were driving, the guy was driving like probably an early 90s um, Ford single cab pickup truck, the, uh-huh. the kind with the big back window. Okay. No tent. It's an older vehicle. No tent. And I saw his girlfriend, I assume. Just kind of climb over. She's wearing a jean jacket. Uh, climb over and just bury her head in his lap. And then she started bopping up and down. So I saw it. I tried to record like her head like coming up. How old was this uh, couple? Um, if I had to guess, I would say like between 19 and 23. Oh, nice. They were pretty young. Some young love. Yeah. Just love is in the air. The sun's out. People get excited and aroused, I guess. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to condone that. Who's doing that? It's not that? safe driving. It's not. It was it was on uh like 290 headed towards South Lamar. Mm-hmm. Like he got on real quick and then I think he got off. Well, <laughs> got off. I didn't mean to do that. Funny. You, you didn't believe though. that? You don't see that. You really don't. Have you ever seen that? Uh yeah, one time in high school. Really? I have never seen that. I like The last time I saw it was when um I was in high school and we it was playoff baseball and we were taking a bus trip to a playoff game and there's a you know if you're on a bus you're up high it's like a charter bus so you could look down uh-huh. and you could be clear as day we could see it going on a couple next to us and the guy was giving us like high fives or like air high fives and shit it was absurd oh my god i feel like that's one of those things that kind of stays in high school because it seems like something cool that you do it's much like 69 no one really does that after they've done it once or twice ah, people do it dave people 69 yeah, but like those people are on heavy amounts of cocaine. Maybe. Man, roadhead. Can you believe it? That's that's dangerous. You gotta be careful. People aren't doing that. That's more dangerous than texting and driving. 
Um, yeah. Well, you can keep your eyes on the road at least. You know, because you're being filleted. You can keep your eyes on the road. You can, but... but I, I understand there's a, some, some intense distraction happening. But, man. You were very excited to tell that story. I'm glad you told well, it. I almost forgot. All right, let's get into it. Dave, if you don't mind reading the first uh, email. Hey, guys. I've been sleeping with this guy since the end of October. We see each other sporadically during the week and spend most weekend nights together. For Christmas, I got him a funny sex-related card and a small, under $10, gift. He didn't get me anything, but I wasn't expecting him to either. Valentine's Day is coming up, and I'm not sure how to handle it. Do I get him something? Do I ignore it? Do I see if he brings it up? We haven't had the DTR talk. What does that mean? I don't know. What is a DTR talk? Define the relationship. Oh, okay. Down the what? I was going to say down to relationship. (laughs) And I'm fine with the way things are, but I don't know how to handle the situation. Thanks for the advice! Exclamation. So it's it's like a a casual hookup situation and she doesn't know if to get him a Valentine's Day gift. Right. He Uh, just ghosted on your Christmas gift. Yeah, I think no. Yeah, I would say no. If if he if you got him a Christmas gift and he didn't get you anything in return, I'm thinking he definitely thinks it's more of a hookup, and I'm starting to question: Do you feel like it's more than that? Yeah, because a gift a gift implies you aren't just someone I'm hooking up with. Right. It means I also like you. I agree. Yeah. So don't get him a Valentine's gift, and also maybe. Do a little self-reflection as to whether or not you have feelings for this guy. Oh, shit. Yeah. If you don't have feelings for the guy and you do want to continue this thing, I guess that's cool. As long as you two are on, you know, have a mutual understanding of what is happening between you. But if you like him and he doesn't like you, that's where trouble starts. Or I'm, vice versa. I'm a very firm believer that the platonic hookup does not exist. I have yet to see someone pull it off well. Yeah. And... Because I think as much as both parties say that they're not invested, one person always is. Somebody always is. So if my friend or whoever is in like this relationship and is like insistent that they're not, then I automatically assume the other person is. I just I think you're you're right about that probably ninety five percent of the time. I think there's a a very rare occasion where people are just into someone physically and it's like a mutual thing, but there's like not a feeling behind it. But for the most part, you're exactly right. It is very, very difficult to maintain a sexual platonic relationship. I agree. Yeah, don't get him anything. Don't get him anything. I've and always thought that it was difficult because there's sex involved. Right. Yeah. And I just think, I think even, I personally also think that it's really hard for men and women to have platonic relationships without one person. I mean, where they're like your best, best friend. Um. I don't know. I just, I have yet to have one personally. So any, any guy that I've ever been best friends with, I feel like one of us has had feelings for the other. So that's, that's my two cents on that. Also, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. I'm saying that because this will air on the 13th. So Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Uh, don't plan anything with him on Valentine's Day because he might look into it or something. If, if you want to hang out, then cool, but maybe let him initiate it. I don't yeah. know. Just don't. Just don't go there. And Valentine's don't Day is such, such a weird holiday. Yeah, it's stupid. But it, it does stupid. make people freak out that are like not freak in out. established relationships or people who are in established relationships feel like they need to like 
go do all this stuff for no reason. And it makes people who are single and lonely feel even more single and extra lonely. Yeah, I'm not it's a big just a Valentine's weird holiday. Day. I think I think Valentine's Day is trash, personally. Me too. I haven't. I don't remember the last time I like maybe in high school. Celebrated this is Valentine's the first Day. time that Will and I have actually been in the same city on Valentine's Day. I'm pretty sure. And we are going to dinner, but only because one of my favorite restaurants is like serving caviar. So I was like, okay, oh, Will God, will be we really into this. Where are y'all going? To June's. Oh, yeah. Oh, he told me about that today. But only because I was like, the menu looks dope, and I I, I know Will wants to go. That's big not, for June's. They don't really change it up too often. Yeah. But I, I not because I'm like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. We have to do something. I've never had caviar. I haven't either. I'm pretty psyched <laughs> to try it. <laughs> Mm. but i mean how (laughs) dave stop dave have you had caviar yeah dylan i've had caviar (laughs) is it tight i I don't want to be that guy but i didn't i I didn't really get it i mean no that that's the opposite of being that guy that guy would be like oh yeah it's fantastic well no I, i don't know i just i'm accused of not liking anything often mainly by my wife and i'm caviar i'm just like okay i had caviar I feel like it's very much in Will's brand to love caviar, and I don't even know if he's ever tried it. So, oh, he's gonna tell you like how Northern Michigan's known for their caviar. I think they do have caviar, but it's like really shitty. I guarantee you, he probably won't listen to this episode. I guarantee you, he gets a tweet off about eating caviar. Okay, we will. Let's make a bet about this because I guarantee you as well. He's gonna get a tweet off about it. Yeah, I might caviar cuck him. I might do caviar just to get a tweet off. (laughs) Oh man, it's caviar. It's just all right. Tweet about it. <laughs> all right, let's get to the, uh, the first voicemail. Hey, guys, I got a question for you. I don't know if I consider it a trash move or a douche move. I need to get your opinion on it. So working out in scrubs. There's this guy that comes into my gym constantly and is working out in his scrubs. We clearly have a locker, that locker room that you could change into. You could bring a pair of shorts and a shirt to change into, but he works out in his scrubs. I just want to know, is this okay to do? Am I being judgmental? Just let me know your opinion. I was going to call in on circling back, but since Sally's in the medical field, I'd really like to hear her opinion on it. Thanks. You wear scrubs to work, Sally? I wear scrubs to work and not outside of work. Yeah. End of story. This is a trash move. First of all, the I think it's really douchey of people to show up in scrubs to like bars and stuff oh, so that, people like that you know is, like there's no oh, reason for hey it. i'm in the medical field so people just like assume they're a doctor even though probably they're not but also like i wear scrubs if i have to go run an errand or something but like i'm not trying to put out a vibe of like oh i'm in scrubs and i have i did it a couple times when i was working in houston like i would go meet friends for a drink after work and even then it felt and actually at that time, I was wearing scrub pants and, like, a T-shirt because I was working at a pediatric hospital. So I feel like I didn't look as, like, all done up in scrubs. I think that's a bad look. You're putting out the vibe, like, yeah. oh, look at me. Yeah, you're you're just trying to flex, basically. Um, right. That term is overused, but that's what he's doing. He's just trying to flex. And there's no benefit to wearing scrubs to work no, as, no, absolutely not. If, if you leave your your work and you're in the medical field and you wear scrubs and you have an opportunity to change and you do, you have to do it because we're all just looking at you like you're just a pompous dickhead. Right. Like we get it. You probably make really good money and whatever. I know plenty of people who go work out straight after work who change, right? Like in the, in a, we have 
changing rooms. So change before they leave. Or some people that I know like literally wear workout clothes under their scrubs. It's really cold in the OR. Yeah. So like you can wear, I mean, for a girl, you can wear like leggings and a workout top under your scrubs. Also, if someone has scrubs on, it's kind of gross. It's it's gross. Right? Like you've been... what at a if hospital you've been day, patients, and like your their germs are all over you. Your bodily fluids, but and also, nasty shit. Scrubs are, I mean, unless you custom order your scrubs, scrubs are pretty ill fitting. They're like really weird, in the butt crotch area, and then like the tops are too long. I I just don't see any any upside here at all. Besides you just not giving a shit, but you clearly do because you want he this dude wants people to know like. Yeah. I, I originally was thinking going to the bar is worse than going to the gym in scrubs. Um, but I think the gym is actually worse because you have much more reason to want to change clothes. Because I could see like, oh, on the way home, oh, let's go grab a beer somewhere. Maybe yeah. hit, a hap- hit a happy hour. Okay, you still got like a douchebag, but I could kind of see a reason for doing that. The gym is, is absolutely inexcusable. Well, like here's my rule for going to the bar. And we would go... In the morning when I worked night shift, we would all go to breakfast and we're all wearing scrubs. Or like if you all go together, you're kind of like, okay, we just left work. But you cannot, cannot be like wearing a stethoscope around your neck, wearing one of those scrub caps. Like you don't need to be wearing that outside of the OR. Why why are you wearing this around like you're some important person or wearing a white coat? Those are hard no's for me. If you want to show up in scrubs because like you literally could not change. But most of the time you can change. Like people have clothes there. The shitty part about this is you know that guys that go to bars in scrubs, like, it works on some girls. Yeah. Which is a shitty part. Well, like, the, the, like for me, the surgery thing, being in surgery, anybody who's involved in surgery, surgeons, anesthesiologists, nurses, etc., we literally show up to work and change into surgery scrubs, and then you change when you go home. Yeah. And the whole point is don't let my disgusting, like, whatever I caught on myself – during the day, be exposed to the rest of the world. Yeah. So it's like you said, it's not hygienic either. Not at all. It's trash. And maybe like you should confront him. I mean, I wouldn't actually, but... No, don't... But he's a tool. He's definitely a tool. Dave? Sup, Dylan, Sally? I've been dating a girl for a while and things have been going really well. Currently, she lives in an apartment and I own a house. Nice. Flex. If things continue going well, I'd like to eventually ask her to move in with me. Okay. Here's the issue. The whole time we've been together, she's had a dog, a cat, and guinea pigs. I love the dog. I hate the cat and the guinea pigs. (laughs) I have a family that often comes to my house, and they are allergic to cats. And I just don't see the point in guinea pigs. Plus, they smell. I know I can't ask her to get rid of her pets. But I also think that I should should not have to deal with it. I'm conflicted. What should I do? Oh man. There's nothing you can't first of all, there's nothing you can do. Because if you're gonna invite someone to move in with you and you're gonna date someone, you have to accept them and all of their, you know, pets. Because it's basically like a little family. You can't be like, yo, you gotta get rid of the guinea pigs. You just can't. Even though I agree. I, I kind of feel like you why can are you getting ask guinea pigs? to get rid of the guinea pigs. In the hierarchy of pet of pets, guinea you pigs. You can get are the rid of the disposable. guinea pigs first. Who, Cats who are pretty self sufficient. Who like, over the age of seven has guinea pigs? I don't know. I unless guinea, she's a school teacher and has it for like a class pet. Yeah, possible. Possible. Right, but like uh, maybe you can ask get rid of the guinea. I don't know. I'm, to me, when I read this, I was like, okay. I don't think you can ask to get rid of the cat, even though 
you have a valid thing with like people being allergic to cats, but unless they're like anaphylactic allergic, I feel like as long as the cat's not. The cat's staying because a cat is, it's first of all, it doesn't live in a, an enclosure. It's out and it's interactive and it's like much more of like a family pet. Right. A, a guinea pig is like a science project pet. Like, Cat, do you want cats that? like are so self-sufficient and like, I feel like I have friends who have cats that I like wouldn't even know they were there except for that the cat comes out and like whenever my friend's home. I'm like, yeah. oh, you have a cat? I didn't even realize. I am not a cat person, but I can tolerate cats. Like, yeah. They're not, it's not, it's absolutely not, not a deal breaker What's for your me. family's cat name? Uh, uh, we'll not, we're not going to get into that right now. But I was going to. 5,000 backers, okay. I'm releasing it. Um, I do think you can ask to get rid of the guinea pigs. Maybe donate them to a kindergarten class. I don't know, but. That's gross. It's like a rat, right? I mean, maybe slip it some rat poison or something. Like, oh no, oh, oh no, don't poison guinea- it. I'm don't, just kidding. I'm, don't don't kill oh, the man. guinea pigs, but like, who's getting guinea pigs as an if, adult? You know what she could do, or he could do. He could. He could kill the guinea pigs, blame it on the cat, and take both <laughs> of them out. <laughs> you gotta frame it. Okay, this yeah. is my question too. How long do guinea pigs live? Can we Google that? Because I was like a cat. Like, maybe the cat's close to dying, but probably not. Cats live, I feel like, for a long time. You want to guess? Like, into our, the teens. Our cat that we're, we're named, nameless for now is a very old cat. Like, like they're, least, like they're at least 16, hanging out. Yeah. Guinea pigs live four to eight years. So maybe they'll die? Wait it out. <laughs> what if she's so into guinea pigs, she just reloads and, and you know, gets... Well, new, yeah, the weird thing pig. is that it's guinea pigs plural. Like, well, I, I think guinea pigs more. like to have, like, a, a mate... Or like um, a friend. Can you get can you get a guinea pig out and play with it, or is it just you just stare at it in the cage? Let me there? say my only experience with guinea pigs. So my friend Stephen, his sister has guinea pigs. I don't know if she does anymore, but like a couple years ago, I went to his house, his parents' house in Houston, and they were home for Christmas. She was home from from college for Christmas, and she and her roommates had bought guinea pigs together, and then she like volunteered to bring them home for Christmas and they were just like living in this cage. <laughs> I mean, I love her, but like w- it was so weird. I was like, you have guinea pigs as pets? I don't get it. Like what is happening? And they're like, they're like smaller than a football, but like, what's the draw there? Dave, she's got to be a school teacher. I think you nailed it. That's the only thing that makes sense. No, there's no, no other reason for an adult No, I think people have them as pets though. I don't think they do. I just told you about the girl that I know. She wasn't a teacher? No, she was in college. Her and her roommates in college got them. What? Man, what I kind of think as a joke. Buy. That's a bad impulse purchase. Have you ever known anyone who has rats as pets? Uh, uh, yes, I know someone who has a rat as a pet. That's weird. It's very weird. That's a creepy little... I just don't... I like animals. I don't like animals enough to just have random animals as pets. When my mom was a kid, uh, she had a skunk as a pet. What? They, like one, like like a baby skunk was on their patio or something, and they got it like de odor. Oh, can you do that? Where yeah. like it can't spray? Yeah, I don't know how they did it, but the vet was like, "Oh yeah, we'll just take the the odor thing out or whatever." And she had a little skunk for a while. You know, people have been trying on Instagram to keep foxes as pets, but foxes are nocturnal. So Dude, it's not. Are they? Foxes are low key savage too, and they're like they're predators, Dave. Yeah, yeah, and they like will like burrow in your house and stuff, and like it's not good. They like hide shit, or people who have pigs that they think are teacup pigs, and then Noc- two years later turn into a real pig. You got to think nocturnal animals don't make good pets in general. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like owls and bats, shit like that. It would be tight to have an owl though. Oh, owls are so cool. 
one of the biggest fights I've seen on the Nextdoor app in my neighborhood is someone who owned up to feeding foxes that are just around the woods in our neighborhood. And people were just like, dude, asshole, don't feed the foxes. Really? Yeah. It got like, heated? Huh? It got heated? Oh, it got real heated. He's like, oh, I'm just being a good, uh, you know, citizen of the earth. Uh, nah, dude. No, nah, those foxes are gonna snatch up our our guinea pigs. Yeah, and our cats. they're gonna get. Yeah, they're gonna get our cats. That's exactly what they'll do. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Yeah, foxes are tight though. Yeah, I respect the fox more than I. Yeah, used I to. respect the fox. I mean, foxes are tight. Don't have as a pet. Right. Just like, don't have a guinea pig as a pet. Right. Sorry. Yeah. So the final ruling is maybe talk to her about getting rid of the guinea pigs, but the cat. But the cat's staying. The cat has to stay. The guinea pig. And then maybe you can develop an allergy to the cat. This is how I would start the conversation with her if I was this guy. I would say, wait, so why again do you have guinea pigs? And then from there I'd be like, you know, maybe we should get rid of them. Unless it's like a Richard Gere situation. What does that mean? What? What? Never mind. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. You never heard that? No. Growing up? No. No, what? Okay. There was a rumor... Long been disproven. That, is this a sexual thing? Yeah, that he had to go to the emergency room because it was, it was a, actually a gerbil instead of a guinea pig. But the same. Put it, uh, put no, they're butt. not the same thing. Gerbils are way smaller than guinea pigs. Okay, well, guinea pig Fit, would have been more hilarious. Fitting a guinea pig up your butthole <laughs> would be really a feat. Well, yeah, like a, a 12 inches, right? No, I mean, I mean like, people have oh, done a, a, worse <laughs> things up their butt. <laughs> Let's talk about me undies real quick. Valentine's Day, as we've been talking about, is tomorrow. If you need a last-minute gift for your significant other, let's go with MeUndies. They have the micromodal fabric that is three times softer than cotton. Feels like heaven against your skin. They have different cuts as well. They have boxer briefs. They have a bikini cut. Wow. They have a thong. <laughs> they have just a standard brief. What, Dave? Dylan Nothing. gave me the weirdest look when he said, they have a thong? I can't, I can't talk about a thong because you're the only girl You can look here. at me. Dave can have a thong, right? Dave might wear a thong. Me. I don't know. We don't know what he does. It, well, in the comfort of his own home, so, we don't know. That's right. Well, for Valentine's Day, they have Valentine's Day prints, Dave. They have some with hearts on them. They got red. They got pink. They also have a onesie and some lounge, like some, some pajama lounge I saw pants. the onesie. It looks so comfy. It's made out of the same fabric that the underwear is. I might have to it's catch micro-modal. me one of those. This is a micromodal fabric. Yeah. So you know it's super soft. I have to try that. Maybe I can get them to send me a pair. I don't know. We we need a onesie. We do. Like I I felt the underwear. They're so soft, but the onesie sounds tight. But the underwear are great too. I mean, look, you got to take your underwear seriously. I've always said that. High quality on underwear. You have to do it. Once you do, you'll know why. You you'll wonder why you ever wore the other stuff. You really will. Yeah. You can get fifteen percent off your first pair. Free shipping. And a 100% satisfaction guarantee at meundies.com slash mail in. That's meundies.com slash M A I L I N. I can spell, I swear. You did a great job. <laughs> Crushed. Dave, let's get to the email. Hey, Dill. I don't like it when people say, hey, Dill, and don't acknowledge Sally. I agree. Thank you. Well, I'm, to be I'm fair, reading this as is. Some of these are older. Okay. And it could have been before Sally was added. Like I asked for questions That's before fair. Sally was announced. Well, this one this one is a great transition from what we just did. Okay. Hey Dill, LTFT, long time first time. So my boyfriend and I live together and have a six month old boy. Since our son 
has been born. Our sex life has pretty much become non-existent. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm not. This I'm isn't laugh- funny. I'm not laughing this at that. This is a serious problem, No, Dave. I know. Sorry, I just got the giggles. It's this percolator I'm drinking. I'm always the one to initiate sex, or at least try to get him in the mood, but nothing works. He claims he's just not in the mood. I would be understanding if this is the if this only happened every so often, but we've only had sex three times in the past six months, and I'm strongly getting myself a toy at this point. Considering getting myself a toy. Usually when your man won't sleep with you, it's because he's cheating. But I don't feel this is our case because he's still very affectionate physically and emotionally and shows that he loves being with me. It's just doing the actual deed. Is it really possible for a man to not be in the mood for sex or should I be worried about something else going on? TIA, keep up the great work. Of course, that means thanks, thanks in, in advance. advance. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, have, I was going to ask. I know oh, this is an easy one. This is low T. Well, I don't think that's what it is. It, it could oh. be. It could be. But, um, okay, so you have a six-month-old son together. That means, and look, this is, might sound insensitive. I'm just trying to help you out here. I'm just going to hit you some truth. Six months old, that means you gave birth six months ago. That's what that means, Dave. Um, he possibly might be looking at you as like, because it's just a weird little phase after the kid comes. Yeah. Dave, you're making a weird face. I'm not. I'm listening. I, I think you're trying to say, like, is he looking at her like she's, like, motherly now? Well, not not kind of, but, like, this fragile, like, your body goes through some shit when you give birth to a, a, a kid. Like, yeah. some, some shit. And yeah. it's just, like, there's a there's a period afterward where you just kind of feel like, like she is, like, really fragile and, and I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say exactly. You but, don't, like... Stuff already went down there. <laughs> like your body went through a lot, and maybe I don't want to like jump on you and take advantage of the whole situation. Let, let's let's get let's let you get back on your feet again. Right. I I don't know. So this is weird because it's the guy. I feel like women postpartum. There's tons of hormone changes. It depends on. I mean, everyone handles it differently. So some people like don't want to have sex forever because they're scared about what's going on down there. Some people, hormone changes make them really horny. Some people are depressed. It's like a whole thing. And I would almost think that it's similar on a guy's side, like watching someone go through that probably is what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think you maybe need to have a frank conversation and be like, what's what's the deal? Because I I don't, personally, from what it sounds like to me, I don't think he is like, cheating or something's going on i do think it probably has to do with the fact that you had a baby six months ago yeah that's absolutely one he's he might i mean you're probably exhausted he is also exhausted you have to remember that like you're both probably tired out of your minds but you need to just ask him be like what's going on like are you afraid or like what's what's the hold up here let's get out of this and then seek help like a counselor i'm also hesitant to say like maybe your your body hasn't recovered yet like you know, maybe you're not quite back in shape. That I don't think that's the case because I feel like men, there's like something literally primal about a woman giving birth that like in your own, like we are programmed to be like, okay, she's fertile. Like your own mind like controls what, even if you like look at somebody and like, oh, your, your body's not a hundred percent. Like your hormones will supersede that every time. Like, because because as a male, like, your first instinct is, like, 
procreate. So I don't, I mean, unless your husband's a dick or boyfriend's a dick, but I don't think that's the problem either. You want to hear a fun fact? Sure. Men's testosterone drops steeply when a baby arrives. Per per this study I'm looking does at. It, does it give an explanation for that? Yeah, it's saying that uh, the testosterone drops in the hypothesis is um, uh, mating-related behaviors in many ways are not compatible with the responsibilities of nurturing offspring. Okay. So, like, you don't want to be all tweaked out on your you know with your tea pouring out uh when you're supposed to be caring you're supposed for to be an like infant child yeah like having a little child and that makes changing sense diapers at 2 a.m you can't be doing crossfit in your gym in your garage when you got a kid in there crying right i think yeah i don't think anything's going on i think you need to have a conversation with him i'm sure that you probably already have but let him know that it's concerning you like you have a kid you want to have sex and explore options like see what is causing it if he really has like no explanation maybe he does need to get his tea checked or like talk to a doctor about it and be like what's going on because i i don't always comes back to the tea always comes back to the tea i think that's the most important thing though is like be open and honest with him but also stay mindful that this is a uh, a weird period for anyone in this situation it's right not, and this he is not might be like self-conscious about the fact that yeah this is not a problem not unique to you guys i promise horned up it's a it's a weird time for for sex time for sexy time yeah a lot, lot a lot just a lot of shit just went down you know i feel like that's a common trope is that uh married couples when they have after they have their first kid they always joke about their sex, sex life, life. Go, yeah i feel like that's pretty common oh I yeah it is so yeah it's very common yeah okay Got another one here. Sup, Dorn. Glad the gang is back together and give my late 20s self some entertainment once more. Again, I'm reading these as is. Sure. My question is pertaining to when it's time to stop the serious partying. At what age is too old to party all night or into the wee hours of the morning? My friends and myself are still going out a few times a month and once in a blue moon we end up in one of those late night bars and don't pass out until 4 a.m. It doesn't intervene in our personal or professional lives, but if there's an age cut off, I don't want to be one of those old creepy guys in the bar. Any feedback would be appreciated. Sounds like this guy is more worried about like the perception of going out as a you know, until four in the morning as a late twenties person as it, as opposed to like you know, how your body recovers and like deals with it. I don't think that's what he's worried about. Right. He doesn't want it to be a bad look. Right. Um, well, like, go to the bar, look around you. Are people your age still? Okay. I don't know. For me, I was like, I hit probably 26 or 27, and I was like, I can't physically do this anymore. Right. So that's that's what stopped me. And I still go out and party, but it's very much less than what I used to. And I, I think that's just because I could not handle it. <laughs> but I, I don't think... You being out is people are gonna be like, oh, look at that weirdo old guy. Unless, like, you're in your twenties, it's not like you're like forty five, like going out every night. It also really depends on the type of place you're going to. Right. If you're going to a place that has like you know house trap music or whatever, and there as a dance floor, people are grinding and, and taking like wild shots. Yeah, that you don't don't be doing that anymore. If but it's it, eighteen and up, don't go. Yeah. But if you yeah. go to a place like we go to, where just we can sit at a table and have a, a good beer and it's not loud and you talk, like that's totally totally a different thing. Well, Dylan, as a forty seven year old, do you feel like? <laughs> well, Sally, I'm not forty seven. 
Do you feel like when you're out, the people are looking at you being like, that guy's old? At some places, yeah. Well, okay. So Austin, for people who don't know Austin, there are like several different going out districts. There's Dirty Sixth, which is like... Which is where we never Where we went out in college. Then there's West Sixth, which is like... The next step up. I would say post-grads. 24 to to 28. uh And then there's Rainy Street. Yeah. And then now there's like the East Side. Right. But like, if this guy, I think... You could be at any of those places besides Dirty Six, which is like some 18 and up bars and a lot of people going in with fake IDs. You don't want to be that, dude. That's weird. And like, those bars suck. Like, I feel like I can't go to West Six at all anymore. Even West Six, I feel like it's a little over. bit too young for me. But I think read the situation. Like, look around. See, like, if there's other people your age there and you're seeing friends, I think you're totally fine. Yeah. Don't feel like there's a cutoff because of you're at an age. Stop when you need to stop because your body can't handle it anymore. That's when I stop. But also just try to go to like we're like we're saying to more like age appropriate places. Don't go to the place that has you know people getting in with fake IDs and stuff. Yeah. Don't don't go there. That's a bad look. We were out on Rainy Street on Sunday, and uh, I didn't feel old. Yeah, I didn't. But either. I did almost feel like an imposter because I feel like most of the people that were out on Rainy aren't Austin people like don't live here. I don't know. It was just a weird, Why? was it really? all bachelorette parties? That's it, usually what I well, it was Sunday, reading. but it just, it, everybody looked like they weren't from Austin the way they were dressed. I don't know. I just felt like this is a completely different scene, but I definitely didn't feel old. Yeah. I think, I think Did you, do y'all, when y'all go to, to rainy, no, not, not to not rainy, rainy Rainy's a very like eclectic. Yeah, you're scene. right. It's, uh, I feel old whenever I go out though, because as soon as I go out, I'm lame. I'm like, I don't freaking want to be here. Like, I want to go home. Same for the most part. Same. I mean, I would, I much would much rather like go to a group dinner and like maybe like turn things up at a group dinner and then go home. Like Alyssa and I are pro moves at that. Like we'll go to Matt's little rancho with everyone, and Alyssa will be like, "Yeah, I'm going home," and I'm like, "Tight, I'm gonna go home too." And then y'all will all go out for drink. That's the move. Our age, that's the move is to go out to a dinner somewhere as a group, and then we usually go to a bar, one bar right. afterward that's in the same you know general location, and get maybe one or two beers, and then we'll go home. Right. That's perfect for me. That's all I need. But I don't think I don't think you have a problem going out until four a.m. if like that's what you want to do. That's totally fine. And I don't, if you're worried about being creepy, like I think you need to stop if it becomes a problem in your personal life or your work life or you're looking around and everyone looks like they're 12. Yeah, I went hard every now and then in my late 20s. Yeah, I think that's fine. That's fine. Thanks, voicemail. Hello, lady and gentlemen. Uh, so, so get a load of this one. Uh, how is, what's your opinion? on couples who share social media accounts. Their first name is X and X, and then last name. Uh, like, it's just weird. Like, why, why, why do you need to do that? I hate it. Couples who share an Instagram account. No. It's terrible. No, I hate this. It's really, really bad. Um, it just, it just seems like you don't have, you're just not an individual at that point. Right. It's just a group. It's, it's terrible. I've started realizing even my own Instagram, like that I was just posting pictures of Will and I was like, this is lame. Like it looks like I have no life. So that, that alone, I was already like, eh. And that, that's my own personal 
account. Do you have do you have uh, control of the Rosie account too? Yes. Are you both logged into that one? Uh huh. That's kind of like a, a good way to circumvent this, I think. If you have a pet together. Okay, but I have to also take a strong stance about pet Instagrams. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm backing you up here, by the way. You're, I know. It's cool Rosie's, to do what y'all are doing. Rosie's is pretty chill, okay? Yeah. Never in our lives have we... I mean, Will made Rosie's, I think, mostly so that his mom could see pictures of her and we wouldn't have to text him all the time. Um, but Rosie's... I've never, ever posted something and then been like, hashtag blah, blah, hashtag dog, hashtag Springer Spaniel, hashtag dogs of Instagram, hashtag blah, blah, because I'm not here to get Rosie followers. I just think Rosie's a dope dog, and if people want to see her, that's great. Sure. And I think that was Will's standpoint on it, too. I personally do not think that it's cool to try to pimp out your dog to get free shit, and that has never been my... my um, goal. My goal for Rosie's account. Okay. But, but we do both have custody of it, and I rarely post to it. Well, I posted to it a lot when I was in Fort Worth, but Will does it now. Speaking to guys right now, if if you are a guy who has a joint Instagram account with your significant other, if if your friends aren't roasting you every chance they get in the group chat or whatever, then you have you have bad friends because that is a terrible look, and you need to get called out for it by right. by anyone who's aware, basically. I've got a pretty harsh take on this. First of all, I can't remember the last time I saw one. It's never been something that's been in my universe, and I've kind of lucked out on that. But when I have seen it, I immediately think that neither of these people is very cool or creative. Right. And they have to do a joint one and like put their heads together for posts. I know that's kind of harsh, but it's like... Really? You can't... You couldn't just uh, each have one like everybody else. You guys had to... Combine the two. Do they the have best what, of both worlds? Do they keep their own? Like I don't in conjunction know. with To me this is like screaming they think they're bloggers, so they're like gonna This does have blog vibe. Like to I personally in my Instagram game is not very strong at Sal Young on Instagram. And I mean I I would never I d I don't want to be insufferable couple person. I think that is also a bad look on social media. So it's, you, there's a fine line. There's a couple rules on Instagram I try to follow. And this is one of them. Like, don't be over posting about your significant other because people don't care. Like, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm, I'm actually more okay with a joint Instagram account. I'm not okay with it at all. But I'm more okay with that than I am the people who just constantly gush about their boyfriend or their girlfriend on social media. If you're doing like, women, cru- woman crust wednesday man crush monday like we don't need to see it we care zero percent about how in love you guys are like it text text them that like hey i yeah. love you cool and i we think don't a lot of the people who are doing that are already insecure about their relationship like wanting to put it out there like that that's the thought i have my other instagram absolute no-no and i just oh man i hate this is girls who have wedding photos from like five years ago and then they every time it's one of their friends birthdays they're like happy birthday sarah and then it's a picture of her and her wedding dress and then her friend sarah it's like yeah we know you got married we hey, get she it paid good money for those photos i know well, not- and, and i'm not saying like if it's your profile p- picture great it's probably like you probably are the hottest you've ever gonna look like go for it but you did not need to be doing happy father's day happy mother's day happy birthday uh 
throwback Thursday with all your wedding photos just because you want to like prove a point. We get it. You got married. Please stop. Please stop. I always laugh when it's some girl's friend's birthday and she'll do like a story post saying like, happy birthday to my whatever Uh her name is. And it's it's her looking like super hot and then her friend's just like also in there. Like the one whose birthday is. Right. You know that's, what I'm that's so self serving. That's the same thing it's as so this funny bridal like, picture. We thing. know what you're doing. Like you right. look super hot in your picture. And oh yeah, also your friend's there. Yeah. You're just trying to get a, a pick off of yourself. Exactly. While wishing your friend that's, happy birthday. That's what this bridal move is. We, we get it that it's Father's Day, but you're not honoring your dad. You look super hot. Your, your dad's, dad's not even on there. Instagram. Like he doesn't give a shit. Text him. Yeah. Call him. Come on now. And that's like, honestly, last year, this is a totally kind of tangent but i didn't post like a happy mother's day thing because i was like no one cares it's gonna get lost in the sea of happy mother's day and then my mom got kind of bummed out because no one posted about it and i was like well i love you wait none of your sisters did no none of us posted how's that until, possible like, because i think we were all like everyone's doing it like we, yeah. we love you but you your mom is like actually active on instagram right yeah if i did it it would be the dumbest thing ever because my my okay here's a true story I requested to follow my mom, I don't know, eight months ago on Instagram. She hasn't accepted me yet because she just doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> like she even likes my post and I see her doing like, mom, like throw me, throw me a, a, a follow here. Yeah. She can't do it. Just don't be insufferable but Instagram person. Your mom is like active on yeah, it. So yeah. So it, it would make much more sense for you to do it than it would for me. Yeah. For me, it would just be a self-serving, my mom would never even see it. I yeah. actually did the first, my first Instagram post, uh... Of me and my my mom and I on Mother's Day last year. Really? Because I've never posted one. And I was like, I've got a really good one from actually, funny enough, my wedding where I'm, it's like my my mom's and I's, you know, dance. Mm -hmm. So I did it. I was like, there. And and I know my sister. No, I know. I just, I was thinking like, I don't have a lot of pictures with my mom. Weirdly, like that aren't, that are recent at least. I know. They're all from like graduation and stuff. You got to get those pics with your parents, you know? Gotta I'm not. Them. I'm not shitting on the Father's Day, Mother's Day post. I'm just saying, stop being self-serving and posting hot pictures of yourself for other occasions that you're honoring other people. We get what you're doing. Damn, unless I did. you can do it in a funny, self-aware way. Right. Yeah, I enjoy that, dude. I did low key look like Daniel Craig in that photo, though. <laughs> yeah, you did. So it was pretty self-serving. Not on your wedding day. Dude. But the the couple Instagram thing, I don't think I've seen, and I unless it's like been bloggers, and then I'm just like, okay, great. We get it. You're JoJo and Jordan. Yeah, it's a bad look. But you know what? I don't really see that either now that you mention it. I know they exist, uh-huh. but I don't really come across it too often. I don't follow that many people, though. Yeah, you're picky. I'm very picky. Last right. email. Yeah, final one. Hi, hi. I've got a very cliche question for you, but I really need to ask it because I genuinely don't know what to do and also have no self-discipline to do anything if I think of it myself. Basically, I need someone who will tell me the hard truth so that I listen. How do I get over a guy, parentheses, person, (laughs) that I never dated, but is also a really good friend and there's no chance to be together due to shitty life circumstances? The obvious answer is probably to stop talking to him and do the whole block slash unfollow on social media. But what about our friendship? I'd like to keep that dot dot dot. Help, please. Kind of dying. Thanks, Dill and Sally. Why did she put person in parentheses? That doesn't make sense, but it's there. I think we I all think... just assumed it was a human being. She's trying to make it <laughs> applicable to everyone. Yeah, okay. I think she's saying like... Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, 
I don't, you can't, why would you block, unfollow your friend on social media? He probably, if you don't even know that you have like feelings for him, so that would just be a weird ass move. You're like, hey, why, what's going on here? What so, do I do? okay. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I think unrequited love like sucks. It's really awful. And I have been in this situation before. To me, and I could be wrong here, it sounds like he probably knows that she's in love with him. I'm guessing. She says they can't be together due to shitty life circumstances. Are the shitty life circumstances that he doesn't want to date you? It's, is, it is that sounds the, like there's something else happening here. Is that the hard truth? Like because maybe he lives me, in a different city okay, or something. And I get that. Shitty life circumstances happen. I have been on the end of like a really shitty situation where I was like in love with someone or thought I was at least and they did not feel that way. They did not back, reciprocate. But, you know, didn't didn't stop leading me on. I though it's hard to get over people like this because especially if you're friends, like they're your best friend, all that stuff. You and you probably have mutual friends, things like that. It it's hard to cut them out of your life and move on. And honestly, I don't think you really ever move on until you like move on to someone else and you realize like, oh, I really wasn't in love with him or I've, you know, this person is way better for me. I have to do like a cold Turkey, cut them out of my life. So let's assume for a second that this guy doesn't know how she feels. Does she tell him how she feels? Because I think yes, in almost every circumstance you have to tell someone else. Yeah. I don't think you can ever truly move on from someone unless you have some sort of closure. So if he doesn't know, he needs to know and know why you're going to cut him out. And I personally, that's harsh, but like. That's fair. Yeah. If you can do the block on following, you can't do it out of the, out of the blue. Right. He, he has to know what's happening. That way it, it makes more sense. But to him you, and, can... and you don't need to like try to make it dramatic and wait for him to come chasing after you. Stop talking to him. Block him on social media. If, I mean, if that's going to help you, if seeing his stuff is going to like make it worse. But to me, I think going cold turkey is the only way. I, some of the, one of the guys that I mentioned before, we're friends now. And we really weren't for a couple of years because I was like, I need to not. Right. And I think he felt the same way. It was like he knew that I had feelings for him. So he was like, I'm going to back off. And like we both kind of just parted ways. And now when we see each other, everything's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's very hard to maintain a friendship with someone if you're in love with them. I don't think that that exists. So you're doing yourself a disservice by keeping him around and letting him like be in your thoughts, etc. Because you're not going to be able to get over him. And look, time heals everything. It really does. Yeah. When it comes to relationships, it, it like never fails. Sometimes it takes longer than you want it to, which sucks. Cold turkey and some time and you'll be fine. Yeah, there's no, there's no hard and fast answer, but I think... If he doesn't know, tell him, cut him out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that too. I'm gonna say you got to tell him how you feel if you haven't already. Um, I also am curious what the shitty life circumstances are that are keeping you two apart. Don't really see know to what's me. Going this sounds there. like I mean maybe they live in different cities, but if I if I would have this would have been you know ten years ago, I would have written something like this, and the shitty life circumstance was. Oh wait, he uh, does not love me Just back. Does, yeah, maybe he's sworn himself to a life of celibacy. I, or that. You never know. Or he has low T. We don't know. <laughs> it could be low T. It happens. 
Maybe he's a guy I saw getting roadhead on the way here. He's in love with someone else. Or just I hope that's the tough love you needed, but I, I, getting over someone compete with that. sucks, <laughs> no. and I think that it's going to take time. And that is shitty to hear, because you always, like, if you want advice, if you're like, it takes time, meet, meet other people, you're like, screw that. You don't want to hear that, but you need to hear it. But it's, that's it, what it, the it truth really, is. It works every single time. It's just not the fun way to, to make it happen. Yeah. Guys, that's it. Did you have fun? I had fun. I don't have a question this week. What? You're supposed to come prepared with a bonus question every week. All right, I'm I don't ask, like when Sally's on meds. I'm about okay, to, here. I'm about to ask Dave if he had fun and, and what you'd be thinking of your question. You already have it? Yeah. Dave, did you have fun? I had a wonderful time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Sally. This is cold related. Okay. What's your go-to cold remedy? I just I lay in bed and bitch and moan and hopefully someone takes care of me. I'm a mess when I'm sick. Same. I don't Dave. have a, I don't have a remedy. Dave, go, you sound uh, like you've got like some sort of herbal situation. No, happening. I mean I kind of do. I, I'm a big garlic guy, so raw minced up garlic that I let sit for like ten minutes, so it really activates the enzymes in it. Take it; it has antiviral properties. Everybody knows that. But <laughs> something a little bit more reasonable. I go chicken soup or tortilla soup, any kind of soup like that. Mainly chicken soup because the chicken broth. Uh-huh. Does have anti-inflammatory properties. Well, bone broth, yeah. Bone broth, yeah. And I go heavy on cayenne pepper because it'll help. It helps loosen me up. It's spicy, helps clear the drainage if I got that. And then just hell asleep. Okay. Sleep my ass off if that's possible. I know if people have to work and they can't take days off, but sleep is is the number one for me. I have a proprietary blend of medications that I load myself up on, which surprises absolutely nobody. Well, I don't know if y'all remember this. But I've done this two years in a row now that when every year I get sick, I do a fake blog post about the medications that I'm taking. I'm considering doing one tonight. I might do it just for... Where's this posted? Remember on Instagram when I did it on stories and I was talking about all the different medications I was taking? Oh, yeah, yeah. I I do remember this. I didn't know what was happening the first time I saw that. I was... It was a joke. But I have like... I literally go to Walgreens and stock up on like NyQuil, cough drops, ibuprofen... Uh, then I have to take like Nexium or something because I'm giving myself an ulcer by taking so much ibuprofen. I get two giant orange Gatorades and water them down and then just drink them throughout like the two days and then Afrin. But you got to be careful with Afrin because like you get that rebound, like congestion. I've I've heard you described as a walking pharmacy before. You always By have, who? Probably will. That's rude. I mean, it's true. You always but have it's a rude. lot of drugs on you. But, like, and not you know, like, like real kind. drugs. Like literally... I go to Wal- I go to Walgreens and I get everything in the cold and flu aisle. Everything. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm a big believer in the uh, Arm and Hammer saline nose spray as well. Uh-huh. If you don't want to, if you, I mean, you could do a neti pot, but if you want to do something quicker, just do that. If you have like a head cold, because it just helps clear you out. Yeah. Helps you blow out your nose. And I should like be doing, doing the productive. neti pot. That's like a hard and fast. Allergy season, I, I, I stay on that stuff. Neti time. pots are such a beating, though. I've never done neti pot. It freaks me out. I don't ever want well, to dude, do Well, dude, and now you got to be careful with them. Cause, Why? Uh, cause brain amoebas. Brain amoebas. They what? Eat your, yeah. So you, well, you have to use distilled water or water that's been boiled. I don't know what that is, but it sounds terrifying, David. It's it's like a brain-eating It eats your brain. Amoeba. Yeah, like That's all you got to say, and I'm out. I will say this. Allergy tip. For, this is free advice by Sally that I have not even followed. But one ENT told me one time that if you do a neti pot every single day, if you have bad allergies, do a neti pot every single day in the morning or night. 
And then if you start feeling at all like you're getting sick, like maybe your snot's turning yellow, whatever, you do two neti pots that day. And the first one, you do the saline with a dollop of Johnson & Johnson baby soap, like dime size. You shake it up and you do that through your nose. What? And then you just do a regular one. Because it's like, he was like, would you clean your skin if it was dirty with like just regular, like by wiping it off or like with just regular water? No, you'd use soap. So it's like goes on the inside of your nose and it's soft enough and it's like, it's sensitive enough. It can go in baby's eyes and stuff. And it just basically clears out all the bad bacteria. And then you just do a regular one and you do it until your snot clears up. And actually, now that I've said it, I'm going to go home and do it. Man, I saw the story one time about this girl who had a, a runny nose for just years and years. She, she could never get rid of it. So she finally went to the doctor, and it turns out that her brain, like her brain, was leaking. It was like liquefying. It was coming out of her nose or some well, weird shit. Her brain, it's called cerebral spinal fluid, and it's the it's the fluid that like your brain bathes right. in. So she was probably just leaking that, not like Does it her brain wasn't like liquefying and coming out of her nose. It's, it's, what? You know what that's like a sign of is like a skull fracture. Maybe she got. She might have had a basal or skull, skull fracture. Damn. If you're gonna do neti pot, though, make sure you go distilled. Yeah, do 100%. distilled. Do not yeah, be do getting brain amoeba, amoebas. Do the amoeba-free one. We don't want to be sending people to the hospital because they got amoebas. Man, this got weird. Okay. Well, that was fun, guys. Spicy Thanks. food, man. Spicy. I think. The, I, I think you're right. I'm gonna salsa. go. I'm gonna go. Do some cayenne. What does that too. do for you? It clears it you just out. Opens up your sinuses. Yeah, your spicy food. Opens oh, like you like up. wasabi. Oh. Wasabi will light you up, clear you oh, up. Light, yeah, it'll yeah, light your little ass on fire, boy. Should we start an allergy podcast with yeah, uh, Zach? What's his face? Who's the golfer? <laughs> Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson. <laughs> I'll contact Jeez. him and see if he wants to like just do like allergy talk. The neti pot, Sally and Dave <laughs> and Zach and Zach. All right, listen. There's a new link in the Twitter bio. That's at Mailin Podcast. And at that link is where you're going to find the form to submit your questions. It's only on Twitter. So go to Twitter at MailInPodcast and find the link there and you'll fill out the thing. It's very easy and I will get your questions straight to my inbox. And also the hotline as a reminder, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Sally, where can we follow you? Sally Young on Twitter and Instagram. Dave, I want you to drop your handle as well. At D. Carter Ruff on Twitter and Snap. At DC Ruff on Instagram. Thanks a lot. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at D. Chivery. C-H-E-V-E-R-E-R-E. And that's all we have for this week. Thank you.